Happy Halloween and welcome to a special edition of Haunted as Hell. I've been saving this particular episode because I loved it so, so much when I recorded it um, and I, I really wanted to put it out on Halloween. So please enjoy this bonus episode, uh, our, our special Halloween episode of Haunted as Hell and I will uh, see you again tomorrow for the regular Wednesday episode. Have a great holiday! Today on the podcast, I'm super excited to have Florida comedian Hanson Sinclair. Hanson, thank you for joining me. No, no problem. Thank you for having me. I'm ready to talk about your ghost stories, of which you have been me. So I'm so excited to okay. hear them. All righty. Um, <clears throat> so the first one is my personal experience. So I'm actually Jamaican. All right. My family moved over here in the 90s. Um, and uh, before we moved over here, uh, first of all, I was born in the Bahamas, but I would visit Jamaica every summer. So, you know, in Jamaica, there's a lot of folklore about ghosts. Uh, we call them duppy, you know, um, and uh, we would this, go from this. What hmm? does that mean? What does duppy mean? Duppy, D-U-P-P-Y, that just uh -huh. means ghost. Yeah, okay. that's how we say it in Jamaica. Yeah, yeah that's how we say it in Patois. So, um, so yeah, so I would visit Jamaica every summer with my family. Um you know, we still had our grandmother and cousins over there. So every every year we'd go to from the city to the country. And in the country, there are no street lights. Uh, most houses in the country don't have electricity. A lot of them don't. Or they literally have like one light bulb in the middle of the house. There's oh no God. television. Uh, you'd be lucky if you get a radio. So basically, you just sat on the porch. Um, when it got dark, you just go inside and talk or go to sleep or, you know, sit on your porch, but it's pitch black. So one night we're coming uh, from the country and we're traveling through this um, <clears throat> this passage called Fern Gully. Uh, not the movie, but an actual Fern Gully. So it's about six of us in one car. And in Jamaica, there. There really isn't any law about like seat belts or anything like, you know, you just pile into a car, however, however many can fit. Yeah. So there were two in the front seat, um, driver, passenger, and about four or five in the back seat. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting on someone's lap. I can't remember whose lap. Mm -hmm. I'm small. I'm like probably seven or eight. So it's foggy and whatnot. It's dark and, uh, We've been traveling all day, getting from the country to go back to the city. And the driver decides, oh, let's just pull on the side of the road and take a nap on this dark, yeah, fern gully, no light, whatever. So it's foggy, whatever. So, you know, everyone falls asleep. I'm kind of in and out of sleep or whatever. But then I open my eyes and I see this guy in white coming towards us. And I was like, oh, that's strange somebody just walking on this road late at night in the dark, foggy, you know, mist of Jamaica. I'm like, all right, whatever. I didn't think too much of it. So the, so he kind of walked towards the car. And as soon as he got close to the car, he just vaporized. Whoa. And I was like, all right, we're just going to go to sleep and pretend that that didn't happen. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, I'm petrified at this time. 
So I tried to close my eyes to go to sleep and I just felt like something. So I'm just like waking up the driver like, hey, 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 let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go. You know, and the driver, of, of course, is angry because he's been driving all day. He's like, yo, the blood clot you want. I'm like, hey, man, can we please go back to where there's lights and electricity? Because this doesn't seem fun right now. And uh, <clears throat> so uh, he wakes up and uh, we start driving. And I don't know if it was just me, but I saw the same guy four different times on the side of the road. And I'm looking and nobody else sees it. Nobody else acknowledged it. They didn't see Nobody anything. else saw him. Because oh. I'm like, all right, he's there. And then like a couple of miles later, he's there. And then like a couple of miles later, he's there. And I'm like, you know. What did he I, look like? Huh? What did he look like? That's the thing. All I saw was uh, were his clothes. Like no head, no hands, nothing. Like you couldn't Just sneak as- it out in the in the darkness? I don't think he had I don't think he had a head or hands. It was just a figure walking. Oh my god. Like and then he was just just covered. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so like, from that point on, I hate being alone in the dark. Yeah. How could you yeah. not? How could you not? Yeah. And no one that you were with had the same experience. Now you said you felt something. After the first time that you saw him, you felt yeah. like compelled to wake up the driver. What did you feel? Was it like, was it fear or was it like sinister? Something so, sinister? <clears throat> it wasn't even fear. It was, um, so in Jamaica, it's hot. Like you think Florida's hot? It's hot in Jamaica. All right. And I mean, it had like, it had to have been like probably 90 degrees at night. And I just got cold. Mm. I just felt like a like I got like I got seriously cold. And I was like, all right, you know, I'm trying to look for something to, you know, uh to cover up with. And as soon as I got like as quickly as I got cold, I warmed back up again. So I don't know if it was like chills running down yeah. my body or what it was. Again, I'm like seven or eight, so I don't really did not process all that right you know what i mean but uh but yeah i mean um nobody saw the guy i've never told anyone in my family because you didn't want to be not believed yeah they would just look at me like you know crazy and 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 that's the thing i i probably should have told them because the other stories i'm going to tell you have to do with family members who have experienced you know, spirits and stuff like that. So I probably could have told them and they would have been like, oh yeah, that just happened. You know, maybe it happens frequently. I don't know. What do you, you think know? this guy was? I don't know. There's so many, you know, folk folklore in Jamaica about people who have died. Um, there's actually a, uh, a mansion and there's a book, um, the, 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 the White Witch of Rose Hall or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about a lady, about a witch uh, who died in a fire in a mansion. And people say to this day, when they drive by, they still see her walking like through the windows. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Of, it's a oh, lot I'm, of stuff. I've found I the book. 
Yeah, the, is it the White Witch of Rose Hall? Yeah. Yeah, the White Witch of Rose Hall. Yeah, I have the I had the book, never read it. <laughs> never read it. I'm not gonna do that. See. Yeah, not gonna do that. But uh, but yeah, you can um, people say that they visit and they actually see her walking down the hallways. Oh wow! Yeah, story of haunting in Jamaica. Uh, we I have her female plantation owner of the most vicious yes. sort. Yep. Anna Palmer. Wow. Oh man, cool. I mean, not cool that she's <laughs> an evil lady, but like, wow, so much on the internet about her. And it's it's crazy because on pretty much, I don't want to say every island or Caribbean island, but there there are so many stories about people interacting with spirits and ghosts on the islands. I mean, like I said, I lived in the Bahamas. I haven't experienced think i have an experience there i'm not 100 percent sure um but yeah i mean like family members of mine um my uh my godmother this is the second story yeah so <clears throat> so my godmother um when she was younger um so in, in jamaica it's not uncommon for let's just say you have a child or you have like four or five kids for you to send one or two of your kids to live with someone else they don't even have to be family members. Okay. You know what I mean? They can be like friends of the family or they could honestly be someone you met or someone, you know, knows someone. And, you know, so. Why do, why uh, does that, why is that very common? Uh, I don't know how common it is now, but back then, I mean, let's just say, let's just say they have resources that you don't have, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's education or, you know, whether they have enough room in their house. Um, Got you it. Know, uh, yeah. So my godmother, uh, she was sent to live with this lady who was a, a school marm. You know, um, she taught at a schoolhouse and whatnot. Uh, the school happened to be on a cemetery. And that's common again. You know, I mean, uh, we're talking like the early... We're talking like the 1950s or something like that okay. so it's not like where people have full funerals nowadays <clears throat> sometimes people get buried on their own property you know whole generations get buried on their own property so she lived with this lady and the school was on the property and uh so every night she would go to bed and uh every morning when the lady woke up my godmother would be down by the river under a tree. And this happened for a while. Mm -hmm. You know, if not every night, if not every night, every other night, or, you know, quite often. So the lady asked her, like, why do you always leave your room? Mm -hmm. You know, why do you always leave the house? And she said, oh, I just follow the man that comes and comes and gets me. Whoa. Wait, how old was your godmother at this time? She was like a kid, like probably like five or six. Okay. Yeah. I so <clears throat> so every night this man would just come to her and take her by the hand and just uh, take her down to this tree by the river. Oh and yeah. And so, you know, she was asked to describe the man and she couldn't see his face because he had a hat on. Mm -hmm. but she described his hands or whatever 
And I think the lady said, oh, that's so-and-so from this era or whatever. So it was actually the spirit of someone who either owned the property or died on the property or something. And um, he wasn't vicious. You know, he just, you know, liked kids and liked protecting kids. And, you know, he just liked playing with kids, uh, not in a creepy way, but yeah. he just liked kids. You know what I mean? So and he always sat by that tree, under that tree by the river. Oh, so when apparently, he was alive? yeah, That's apparently so he took a liking to my godmother because I think if if I remember correctly, she reminded him of his daughter mm -hmm. that died oh that's so sweet yeah so uh when she told us that and i'll be honest <laughs> my godmother i think i get part of my sense of humor from her because she is a little bit i don't want to say crazy Tooky? but she yeah eccentric uh -huh, okay she's extremely eccentric you know smart lady School teacher, very intelligent, you know, just uh, she probably should have gone into comedy because she's yeah. just so eccentric. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she used to wake up every morning and she never thought it was weird. She would just walk back up to the house. How long she did this last? Safe. I'd say a few years. Wow. Did, I'd it say was, a few years. Was it until she left or was it um, did it, he just eventually stop? Do you know? I th I I think he eventually stopped. I think like you know, as she grew older and older, you yeah. know, she didn't look as much, you know, um, or it may be that he stopped at the age that his daughter died. I'm mm -hmm. not I'm not sure. I'm not hundred percent sure. Or like but, uh, and this is you know my TikTok PhD here. Um, yeah. <laughs> but like I feel I feel like on TikTok they always say it's the really young kids that can connect, and then yes. the older you get, the less connected you are. So maybe that was part of it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. For some reason, spirits and animals and babies, like they can, you know, tell the truth, especially with kids. They can tell the true nature of a kid and and whatnot, and they and kids are more intuitive. So you know. Um, but yeah, so that happened and, uh, I was like, oh, okay. You know, I still didn't tell her about the story that, you know, I had, you um, yeah. Uh, and, I love uh, that story though. It's beautiful. I, I have collected so many stories of kind ghosts and, um, it makes me yeah. less afraid, still very afraid, but a little hmm. less. <laughs> okay. All right. So. Wait, so 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 I'm assuming you've had encounters with spirits. Not really, only just a little bit. Um, yeah, I've had two very brief. Well, one mm. very very brief, and then one. Um, I think I bulk years ago. I think I bulk recorded too many episodes, and we, my husband and yeah. I, kind of invited something in. And this is before COVID, so I was having everyone come to my apartment in Brooklyn to record. Um, and I think we just attracted some weird energy because some weird stuff started happening and then we saved mm. and got rid of it. So those oh, are yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my mm, experience yeah. is limited. I'm just very interested. Yeah. Um <clears throat> now the one in the Bahamas that I'm not I'm not sure if I experienced it or you know, uh, but basically so on a lot of the islands, especially back, you know, I'm gonna date myself here back in the 80s and that um, the uh, the government controls 
you know, your your television, your electricity. Um, back then, we only had one station. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's just one station, and whatever they played on that station is what you watch. Now, if you were fortunate enough or had money enough to get a satellite, then you know you got a satellite, but not like the direct TV. I'm talking about back then when you had like the big satellite on the pole in your yard that whatever channel you shift uh, change it shifted to. Yeah, I don't know if you remember those. Yeah. yeah one of those huge things. Um, but, you know, they would control when the power went out, they would control what, you know, when TV, you know, came on, whatnot. Um, so one night, um, so it was me, my mom, and my two sisters that lived in an apartment. Mm-hmm. My dad worked on a cruise ship, so he would come and visit, you know, twice a week for a couple hours or whatever. So one night, my mom was uh, dropping him to work. And back then you could leave your kids alone, whatever. Mm -hmm. I was like five and my sister was like six and my little sister was probably like one year old. But um, so my mom drove to take my dad back to the dock. And and then like probably 20 minutes later, you know, while she's gone, we just hear like a big, like we hear like a plane crashing. And then we just heard like a big boom, like a plane crashed or whatever. And uh, like very close then, to you. Well, it's a small island, so yeah, it was. Yeah, everything's you know, very close. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like nasty. Yeah, it was only it's only like twenty seven square miles, so you know. But like pretty much the whole island heard it, and so those who live closer to it, um, they said they just saw like a big fireball, you know. So when they went to go check out what it was, nothing was there. What? Um, but they said they saw like a pilot walking in the bushes away from probably where a crash should have occurred. And he just walked through the bushes and he just disappeared. Whoa, so an entire island of people experienced the same ghost thing? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Did you ever look this up to like find out if this was an actual crash that had happened or if anyone had ever gotten to the bottom of this? I mean, that was back in the 80s, so I don't know if that was even recorded or whatever. Yeah. Um, but what was crazy about it is that like the power, it just like the entire all all the power on the island just slowly dimmed and then it just got dark and then you just saw like a glowing and then it was gone oh my gosh and then and then did the power go back on after that yeah i mean i guess as soon as you know as soon as the pilot went to wherever he had to go it just came back on so you guys were just really young kids when this was happening and you were home alone. Were you freaking out? Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm five, man. Like, Did you remember this? Yeah, it's crazy what I can remember. Oh, you my know? gosh. Wow. Wow, this is so wild. And you're right. Like, it's the 80s, so it's not like you can just Google it right away. But, like, now I want to Google it. What was the, uh, what's the island? Uh, Nassau, Bahamas. I don't even know if people would have docu- like who would have documented it. Like there weren't any pictures. Right. I don't think right. anyone. So 
Wow. Wow. Okay. I'm going to have to get to the bottom of this. This is an amazing story. Yeah. I, it's like, that's like the biggest group. If, if everyone, and did your mom, wherever she was at the time, taking your dad to the dock, like, did she hear it and experience it too? I, you know what? We, we never, we never really talked about it. I mean, I mean, we were supposed to be asleep. So, yeah. You yeah. know, it was like two You're in the morning. Asleep. So, but then, you know, like, I mean, was it like the next day when you started corroborating with other people and being like, did you guys hear that? I mean, I was five, so it's not like I'm going to go out and be like, hey, man, did you, you know what I mean? And <laughs> like, how do you know that other people on the island saw it or heard it? Oh, um, I mean, I heard a couple people. No, well, the neighbors were like, hey, did you guys hear or see that? And da 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 da. But I wasn't going to jump in because you don't jump into grown folks business you know what i mean right you just and listen so, intently yeah yeah yeah. so i guess word of mouth or whatever and then you know people just dismissed it because it was like all right whatever it was you unexplainable oh yeah you know, it just yeah it was, it was yeah um this so next wild. one hmm? oh go ahead go ahead no this this next one this is this one is like and you can even ask my um my cousin she she actually told us about this one so uh i've had a few open heart surgeries i have a heart condition and um my grandfather died i think the day that i had my one of my life saving surgeries oh wow so i don't know if you believe in a circle of life a life for a life you know what i mean so that's how my mom looks at it. Um, you know, she said, yeah, the same day of his funeral was the day you had your surgery. So I was like, ah, damn, I feel, feel kind of guilty. Now I didn't know that until like a few weeks ago. Um, but uh, <clears throat> like, I didn't mean to kill grandpa. <laughs> I know, right? Like, damn, like, shoot. Like, I hope, you know, like, what's he going to say when I get up to heaven and, and, and he sees me like, yeah, man, because of you, bro. Like, you know, um, <laughs> I got a bone to pick with you, dog. Like, you know, but um, so in Jamaica, uh, my mom, my mom bought her mom a house uh, by uh, my grandmother. So my grandmother lived there with two or three of my cousins, three of them. Like they would go back and forth. But one cousin lived there, you know, mainly because, you know, she lived in the city in Jamaica. Um the other two lived there, but they'd go up to see their mother in the country and, you know, back and forth. Um, so after my grandfather died, my cousin who lived there uh, said she was cleaning the house one day, mm-hmm. you know, um, and she heard like furniture moving on the veranda outside. All right. So she heard like furniture moving. She thought it was her brother, you know, so she's calling her brother's name and no answer. So she went out and she looked and the furniture was like rearranged. And she's like, you know, probably just thought he was like playing pranks on her or whatever. So she arranged the furniture, you know, goes back inside the cleaning. Here's the noise again, comes back out, furniture's moved again. And so she's getting mad. She's like, hey, da, 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 whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then she goes back in again. She hears the furniture and then. Uh, and then she hears the gate because we have because our our house uh, was gated, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so she hears the gate to the front to the front porch, 
and then she hears the gate to the uh, uh, to the yard open, and she's like, "Oh, well, you know, he he's playing around, da 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 da, da whatever, you know." So she runs outside, and um, she realizes she doesn't have the key. So she goes back inside, and then she realizes, oh, shoot, we only have one key. Mm-hmm. So she's like, how did he open the gate? So she opens the gate, and she runs, and she opens the, the gate to the yard, and she looks down the street, and it's our grandfather. Just walking down the street. Just walking. Just walking down the street. And and so she's like, you know, she calls his name and he turns around and he waves and then he turns the corner. And so she's running after him and she's like, boom, gone. So then it's hitting her like, wait, 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 wait. That could, how could that be him? First of all, how did he get outside the gate? Because the gate was locked. Right. You know what I mean? And they only have one key. So she was like, the rest of the day, she, you know, she was just like, I guess he came back to say goodbye. Was how far away from this, from his death was this? This was probably about, I think it was like almost the anniversary. Okay. So like a year or so? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful now, but creepy back then, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you see your yeah, dead you don't grandpa be alone when you think there's a yeah. ghost. You're like, is this my family member just trying to say hi, but actually scaring me half to death but, here? But you know what? A lot of stories I hear like that, the people aren't afraid. Like, it's not like the yeah. ghosts are malicious. You know, it's like, hey, you know, it's almost comforting. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's almost comforting. Do you believe um, that you that your grandfather gave you some of his like life or spirit um in that be- because you had that life-saving surgery on the day that he passed? Put it this way. <clears throat> um the surgery I had, I was the first person in history to survive it. Holy cow, really? Yeah. Whoa. The doctor that operated on me is the same doctor that operated on Sylvester Stallone's kid. Whoa. Yeah, I was the first one. And the guy, so when I went to the hospital, there just happened to be another guy in the Bahamas who was going to have that surgery. I'm I'm about 10 or 11 uh, around this time. This guy is 22 years old Mm -hmm. he has a similar heart condition so all my surgeries were done in miami so they had to fly me from the bahamas to miami and so since i didn't know anyone you know they put this guy in my room with me since he was from the bahamas him and my mom became friends and everything he had a surgery the day before me Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so I saw my nurse, I think later on that evening, you know, getting me ready, prepped for surgery the next day. And I said, Hey, you know, uh, where's this guy? And the dumbass nurse was like, Oh, he died. And I'm just like, no. Hello, 11, 11 years old, soft serve it, you know, 
Dude, or at least I, lie to me. <laughs> in my 30s, I would be like, nope, I don't want it then. I don't want it. No, thank yeah, you. No, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Like the next day when it came time for surgery, I literally just got up out of bed and I started running down the hallways trying to escape. They had to tackle me and they had to like paralyze my legs with injection. Oh, oh I'm so sorry. And I was hollering going into that surgery. And so, like I said, I was the first person to survive. The, like, my heart condition doesn't even have a name. Okay. You know. That's how rare I'm, it is. Yeah. I'm basically, I'm basically a medical celebrity. Like, even now when I go to the hospital, you have, uh, you know, interns and residents are like, oh, we studied your case, blah, blah, blah. But since I was young... They have me as patient X. They're like, <clears throat> we learned about you, blah, 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 blah. You know, and I'm like, oh, shoot, I'm a pass fail question for your career. Ooh. <laughs> Hope you get this correct, man, because if not, damn, you know. I love medical celebrity is such a funny term, and I totally get it. That's, uh, wow. Yeah, it's, yeah. That's amazing and also uh congratulations and i hope yeah. that you you know that like this is that that means that you could like live a very long and healthy life and i think that that's just more evidence that that your grandfather was kind of helping out yeah I, I, I would like to think so man because you know hope you didn't die in vain or anything you know uh uh and he was a healthy man he wasn't sick or anything so you know kind of you know um Oh, his but passing yeah. was very sudden. Hmm? His passing was really sudden. I don't know if it was. I mean, he was he was up there in age, mm -hmm. but he was active. Mm -hmm. You know, he yep. had no he had no health issues, no nothing. Um, I'm the only one in my family with any sort of health issues. Mm -hmm. The only one through our family tree, even now, the only one with any type of health issues. Um, so he was healthy. I mean, he just, you know, I guess, uh, and honestly, <clears throat> we believe, uh, that sometimes when someone gets to a certain age, they just, they're just tired and they know like, you know, Hey, you know, I'm just like, it's, it's, it's time. Does your podcast also touch, touch on like, like near-death experiences or yeah I, I do anything related to to ghost stories so if you have one and you want to talk about it that we absolutely can yeah so i've only told one friend this and never gonna do it again okay so, uh... okay we got it here <laughs> making sure we're still recording yeah so uh so yeah so during one of my surgeries um and i think that was the one or whatnot um like every time I have surgery, the doctors basically tell my mom, hey, yeah, just say goodbye. Like ever since I was born, yeah. you know, they told my mom, yeah, just don't get attached to this one. Like he'll, he'll oh. be gone pretty soon. Like literally, you know. So uh, I remember being in the hospital and I remember being in a coma. When you're in a coma, you know, like you can sense everything going on. Like you can hear everything. You know, you're basically inside of a, sleeping inside of a shell. Okay. You know, you just can't respond. You can't react. Um, 
you can hear everything that's going on and whatnot. That's really and, scary. And that freaks me out. Is it scary to be in a coma? It's the most peaceful sleep you you'll ever have. Oh wow! Okay. It's 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 almost it's almost relaxing. You know. Wow. Um, so I remember being in a coma, and then, you know, the doctors not being able to wake me up, and then I remember seeing like, like a white light, and then I remember like kind of floating. And I'm looking down at everyone, like I'm floating around the room, looking at everyone. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm looking at myself on the bed. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that's what I look like when I'm whatever. I'm just floating around and whatever, you know. And uh, you know, so I think I was in a coma for like a week or two. And um, so then I hear I hear a voice say, Yeah, not yet. You know, and I'm like, huh? You know, like as I'm going towards the light, they're like, yeah, not yet. And I was like, I was almost disappointed. Like, oh, man, really? Oh. And then and then at that exact moment, I hear the doctor say, all right, pull the plug. And at that moment, I promise you, I sat up and my first words were like, I'm thirsty. <gasps> and the doctor was like, okay. <laughs> all right. Okay, maybe maybe plug it back in. <laughs> maybe maybe make the machine go beep beep again. Plug it back in. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you know whose voice said that it's not like you have to go back. Yeah, they're like not time. It's like yeah, not yet. And I'm like, wow, man. Did you recognize the voice? It just sounded like a no, not you know what? Just sounded like a deep voice, like a deep echoey voice. Like yeah, not yet. Whoa. You know, and I was like, oh, man, I was I was actually dis- I was kind of disappointed. I was like, oh, man. And as soon as I went back, the doc said, yeah, pull the plug. And I was like, whoop, nope. Mm-mm. Those are the wrong words. And first words were, I'm thirsty. And the doctor was like, okay, all right. Did you ever talk to your doctor about that moment? I think it freaked him out. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, um, he was the one that told me, "Yeah, you, you were gone, man. Like you were, you were basically out of there." I was like, "So he yeah. basically like corroborated what you had experienced and was like, yeah, yeah, you, this was, this was not looking good. It was pretty much over." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know, when 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 I tell you, they they told my mom, um, "We're gonna try." Like they basically had to have my mom sign a waiver that said, "Hey." We're gonna try some stuff. Yeah. But you know, basically he's gonna be a guinea pig. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's really stressful. Having this experience, this like near death experience that was so peaceful, does that make you feel less afraid of dying? Uh, Honestly. And that, and that's a weird it, it's not a weird question but it's a it's kind of a complicated question mm-hmm. like death itself passing you know passing and going beyond no but the moments leading up to it depending on how it happens you know if it's like in your sleep or whatever then yeah but if it's like you know you freaking drown to death or then you know like as long as it's in like a you know but I think Honestly, once you're past a certain 
threshold you don't even feel pain anymore yeah yeah you know what i mean yes it's it's really scary the idea of like the yeah this is really morbid but we were my husband and i and like a friend that was staying with us we're keeping a list of the worst ways we could think of to die and we were oh like, yeah and like they we were just like we would debate like what's the worst and like yeah. all the fear like the being buried alive um for some reason our by our friend insisted we have tsunami on this list um so just mm. like all these horrible things that could happen and yeah like that i don't yeah i don't know how you can't be afraid of those feelings of fear and pain yeah yeah but the actual once you get past that you know then because like i said it was relaxing man and you know i mean so it was uh yeah but when it's your i mean you 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 literally know when it's your time when it's your time to go you know what i mean like i i think you 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 know when it's your time to go like you know um yeah you'll just feel it like all right well i can't hang on anymore so but uh yeah you know those are my crazy stories <laughs> yeah they were amazing i love this episode this has been so cool um hansen mm. thank you for being on here and tell people where they can find you and your comedy and plug anything else you would like to plug all right so <clears throat> i have a web series i'm trying to bring back now um i have two seasons of it it's called damn karen uh yeah it's uh it's loosely making fun of like you know Karens, but like in a nice way, like like the nice Karens and and whatnot. Um, I'm uh, I'm in South Florida, so I have you know shows down here in Florida. I'm trying to get out of state more. Um, I should be in D.C. in October, okay. but uh, yeah, you know, um, yeah, just uh, check out my web series, check out my TikTok, Hanson Sinclair, and uh, my Instagram, same thing, Hanson Sinclair, and. Yeah, hit me up if you want to book me or, you know, talk to me or whatever or have me for another podcast. Anybody else out there, just uh, hit me up. Let me know. Thank you. Thanks so much for doing the pod. Ah, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Haunted as Hell, formerly Comedians with Ghost Stories. If you enjoyed this podcast, the best thing you could do is help spread the word about it by reading and reviewing it wherever you get your pods and just sharing it. You know, the old fashioned way, like saying to somebody, wow. I just did the best thing with my commute. Oh, what was it? It was listening to this podcast. It really, it was so good. It was called Haunted as Hell, formerly Comedians with Ghost Stories. Oh, wow. Great. Thank you for telling me, Ted. Also, you can follow me on Instagram at EmilyMCWinter and Haunted as Hell on Instagram. Here's a good way to remember it. It sounds like haunted a shell.